Welcome to The Ryan Pineda Show, where our mission is to invest. I only expect to make money in things that I understand. Innovate. It's about believing in the future and thinking that the future will be better than the past. And inspire. I am much more likely to hit my goal just due to putting it out there. Now rocking with the best. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Ryan Pineda Show. Today, I am solo, no co-host, no guest. But I'm going to give you some real talk today. Um, One of the biggest questions that I get, especially as a Christian, is are you spending too much money? Are you living too extravagant of a lifestyle? You know, are you becoming too worldly? And whether you're Christian or not, I think this topic applies to you. You know, are you just like living this life that is too frivolous or too um, much above your your, uh, means? And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some of the ways that I feel about it um, and, and kind of how I track myself and I'm going to be doing it from the Christian point of view. But like I said, I think all of this applies to anybody, you know, on how much they should spend and think about, you know, what else could you be doing with your money besides spending it on yourself? Before we dive into it, let's get a quick word from our sponsors. Many people want to talk about how much money they make, but what's more important is how much money they keep. That's where my company, TrueBook CPA, comes in. We help real estate investors and business owners across the country with all types of tax and accounting services. This includes bookkeeping, tax planning, tax preparation, and CFO consulting. I can tell you, my businesses have exploded since I started taking my accounting seriously. And if you want to do the same, you can go book a free call at TrueBooksCPA.com. Com. Once again, that's truebookscpa.com. One of the best ways to get off-market real estate deals is through cold calling. And if you want to reach as many people as fast as possible, then you need Batch Dialer. With their predictive dialing technology and built-in CRM, Batch Dialer is one of the top dialers in the industry. You can switch between single or multi-line dialing, as well as do voicemail drops and call recordings. And for being a listener of The Ryan Pineda Show, you'll get a seven-day free trial. Just go to batchdialer.com slash Ryan. Once again, that's batchdialer.com slash Ryan. One of the hardest parts about real estate investing is finding a good contractor. That's where Southwestern Custom Construction comes in. They've been doing remodels in Nevada and Arizona since 2006. As a fully licensed and bonded general contractor, they're able to help with any type of renovation, all the way from an entry-level fixer-upper to a custom luxury home. Southwestern Custom Construction specializes in working with investors. I've personally used them on many of my projects, so I know their team is legit. If you want to get a bid on a project, head over to customhomenow.com. Once again, that's customhomenow.com. Now, back to the show. Um, you know, whenever I get this question, um, a lot of it is not like a diss or anything, but I get these DMs. They're like, Ryan, I mean, you got nice cars. Well, I only have a car right now, but my wife has a nice car and you know, you got a nice house. You're building that mountain. That's going to be millions and millions of dollars. Like, uh, at what point are you crossing the line between how much is too much? And there's a lot of things that I look at because I used to be very judgmental as well. You know, I would see people and I'm like, man, you could have gave that money to the poor. You could have done so much else with that money and you spent it on, you know, the stuff that you don't need. And at the end of the day, nobody needs to live on a mountain and and build the house that I'm building. So um, really, here's the things that I think about um, as I've gotten older and and made more money. 
Um, number one, okay, as a Christian, are you still tithing and giving? Okay. Um, if you are spending all this money and you're not tithing and you're not giving, then there's an issue. Okay. Has no, it, this has no relevance on how much you make because tithing is just simply a percentage of your income. Doesn't matter what you make. And so whether you're making 40,000 a year or whether you're making $4 million a year, the percentage is the same. And so it's like, are you still tight? Are you tithing or not? Like that's what it comes down to. And, uh, if you're not, then you've got an issue. That's what I fully believe. And, uh, there are Christians who say, well, uh, man, like tithing is, is, it's in the old Testament. You should, you don't need to do that anymore. It's like, uh, Jesus definitely did not say that you don't need to just stop giving. You know, you're, you're meant to be selfless. You're meant to serve others. You're meant to give. And, um, there's a reason that money is talked about more often than any other subject in the Bible, because God knew that money was what was going to have the biggest hold on people. And so, um, no matter what your situation is, if you're not giving and tithing, then you've got an issue. And if you're not a Christian, okay, obviously you don't believe in tithing, but I do believe you should be giving, you should be donating, you should be doing all those things. And if you're not, then yeah, you're probably selfishly spending your money. So um, <laughs> that's one thing to look at. And, uh, you know, for me anyways, I'm not talking about, I'm not going to talk about how much I give, but, you know, I know that I'm giving a good amount. So I'll just leave it at that. But, uh, you know, the second thing you got to look at is do you find yourself neglecting your family or your faith in the pursuit of making more money or working more? And this is one that I do have to check myself on. You know, I have to be very cautious of because as an entrepreneur, I could work nonstop. I really could. Like, I love working. I love making videos. I love building businesses. I love marketing. I love, you know, all those things. But if I go down this rabbit hole of just only working because I know that, hey, more work makes more money, um, and then I neglect my faith or my family, there's a big problem. And I see it happen all the time with guys in my Bible study. I see it happen with people at church. They just stop going. Oh, well, I got an appointment. I got to, you know, go to. There's a, you know, oh, well. It's like, well, yeah, that just shows it's not a priority for you. Like, you're literally choosing not to attend, you know, fellowship or whatever, um, in the pursuit of money. Like it's a very obvious example. And I'm not saying that like you should never make a mistake or never, you know, if the situation calls for it, go to work. Like that's not what I'm saying. Like I'm not just being hardcore and expecting everyone to be perfect. My point is if it's just a continual habit of constantly pursuing money over family and God, then yeah, you've got a problem. And, uh, for me, that's that's why I have to, you know, really discipline myself and say I'm only working these hours. Um, I've got a rule that, hey, I'm not working past five o'clock. I'm only working weekdays. Whatever I can get done in that amount of time, that's what I'm getting done because I want to spend the weekends with my family. Um, so, you know, what are you actually like if you were to look at your time, take a step back, a big picture view and see like how are you working? Like what or not? How are you working? But what does your day look like? How many hours are spent with work? How many hours are spent with God? How many hours are spent with your family? And you're going to you're gonna know a lot about yourself just by having a quick self-check-in. So third thing I look at is how far below your means are you living? Okay. Um, unfortunately, I think 
I don't know the exact uh, statistic, but like half of people are living um, paycheck to paycheck or are in debt. They have a negative net worth. So obviously you are living, you know, above your means at that point. Um, The goal is to live below your means so that you can start saving money and building wealth. I think everyone listening to this podcast knows that um, that's what you want to do. I mean, it's probably why you follow me. And once you get past that level, you got to really look at like how far below your means are you living? Um, for example, it's it's a big difference if I go buy a Tesla versus somebody making 50K a year. Like for, for me, I can buy a Tesla and I'm still living pretty low, you know, below my means. Uh, for somebody else, it's like they should not be buying that car. They can't afford it. And it's going to put them in a tough spot where now they have to choose whether they're going to give money or, or have to go, you know, make all this money to support it. And that's actually what happens is when you start living way above your means, it forces you to make the decisions um, that I just talked about with, hey, you know what? I got to go work. It's just got to pay the bills, right? Um, so you choose to work because now you have all these debt obligations, um, same thing with giving. So you're like, well, I would give if I could, but like, I literally cannot. I just have to pay every single bill this month with what I made. And I just want to once again say that's false. That is completely false and you're making excuses. Um, at the end of the day, we can all live at an even lower standard. Nobody's making you live in the house that you have. Nobody makes you drive the car you drive. Nobody makes you eat out at the places you eat out or the Starbucks or, you know, the lifestyle that you live, okay? We all choose to live at a certain level of lifestyle and, um, you know, that's a choice. And typically for most people, they live a level that's right at what they make. That's just the statistics, The more you increase your income, the more your lifestyle increases with it, and it's linear. Like, it just keeps going together. Um, Whereas we know people who build wealth, they live far below. That's how they save. So I think um, everyone needs to think about that, like just living below your means, having that margin in your life. And, you know, when I look at my lifestyle, um, I live a very good life that – Um, you know, I, I eat out at places I want to eat. I drive the car I want to drive. I live in the house I want to live in. Um, but it's still well below my means. I mean, I probably live on 10% of my monthly income. And so I know that that's very rare, obviously, but, uh, you know, to live on 10% of your income, even if you have nice things, uh, it just says a lot about, I guess your income number one, but also two, I could live a way more extravagant life if I wanted to. I could have multiple Ferraris. I could have bigger houses. I could have all this stuff. But um, I'm comfortable with where I'm at. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you too, it, it, it's money doesn't like change your happiness that much. Um, I've been poor. I've been rich. And honestly, I've, I've kind of felt the same both ways. I had joy when I was poor. I have joy now when I'm rich. Um, <laughs> I have more responsibilities now with businesses and other things. So like, you know, the the responsibility grows with wealth as well. And I got more people I'm taking care of at this point, you know, as far as family, employees, and the families of my employees. So um, for me, I have to be very responsible with my money. You know, I want to have safety, um, 
you know, nest eggs and stuff so that we can withstand storms because if, if something bad happens, it's not just to me. It's to a lot of people that are depending on me. So I, I always take that into account. Um, but the next thing that I think about too is with the age of social media, you know, does having a, you know, really nice life actually help the world? Um, I don't know the, the, the correct answer to that, but just some things I think about are like my mountain. Um, I think it's inspired a lot of people. I think, um, people are really like drawn to it and it's brought more people, um, to subscribe and follow and now potentially listening to this message, which I think can definitely help the kingdom and, um, change some lives. So, um, who's to say if I don't buy that, that they never hear this message or anything else that may drastically change their life. So, um, I think when you're in the age of social media and, um, as a quote unquote influencer, uh, these things that attract people in have the ability to really change their life because they hear something else. Um, but you know, I, I also plan when we build that house to hold some crazy events, uh, you know, retreats and other things that I think can do a lot of good in the world. Um, I, I look at, you know, there's a guy's name's Frank Martin here in town. He's a, you know, he's probably in his seventies and started a huge company called Martin Harris out here in Vegas. And I know they went, um, nationwide. I don't even know what he's worth, but a lot of money. And now he's retired. He sold the company, but now he does a lot of stuff for, um, you know, the church and, and retreats and other things. And he's got this beautiful cabin on like 15 acres out in Brian head that he holds this men's retreat, you know, 200 people attend it every year. It's like the craziest event. And I remember attending it. I, I actually got to speak at it and I'm just like, man, like God was telling me that this is what it's all about. Like, this is how you use wealth. You use your wealth to impact the world in a crazy way, you know? And I, I just saw what he did with his property and it really opened my eyes to what's possible when you open up opportunities for other people. So, you know, I don't think all materials are bad. I don't think having a big house is bad. Um, I think as long as you, you know, f you, you do the other things we talked about with like giving um, you know, not working too much and spending time in the faith and your family and you're living way below your means, you're still able to maintain all that and, you know, do these things and, and be able to bless other people with those nice things. Like it, to me, it feels fine. Um, also too, though, you got to think about this and this is like the fifth tip I would say, how attached to you are your stuff? You know, are you, are you super attached to it? Like, do you have this sentimental thing where you're like, I will never sell this. Like, I just love it so much for me. I am not, I'm literally not attached to anything. And anybody will tell you that I flipped my personal house many times. I have sold many things. I've given away just tons of stuff that had a lot of value. Um, I just am not attached to things. Like I just don't care. And it's, it's kind of funny because you know, I, I get people on this podcast who are like, man, you need to, to get a supercar. It's good marketing and all this. And I'm like looking through and I'm like, I don't even really want one. I get that it could bring exposure and potentially 
have a good return on investment because it brings business in, but I just don't even want one. In fact, if I had to sell my Tesla tomorrow because something went down or whatever, I'd sell it tomorrow and drive a Prius. Like, I, I really don't care. And it doesn't mean I'm going to go drive a Prius because I don't have to, but uh, I would if I had to. I just don't care. I would sell my house today if I had to. Um, I've made that decision before multiple times as I've built up over the years. I've had to convince my wife to sell our house because it was the right decision. And I didn't know where we were going to live. I didn't have another house planned out. We actually had to rent, but I knew that in order for us to, to get to the next stage of life and in my career, I had to sell it. And it's exactly what I did. So I'm not attached to anything. I can say that with certainty. Um, now there's, you know, even if you follow all those things, I mean, there's still a lot of Christians who will say, well, you shouldn't buy any worldly things, you know, just, it doesn't matter. I don't care how much money you have. You should be donating it all. You should give it all away. And, you know, I think, uh, a pastor I really respect, his name is Francis Chan. He kind of did that. He wrote a book called crazy love and other books that have definitely made him millions of dollars. And, He's just been giving it all away and he actually chose to like give it all away and live very poor. He actually moved to China um, to be away from like all the fame and everything that he had built, all the worldly success. And a lot of people just, you know, they praised him for that and they respect him and I respect him. Great guy. Um, I hope one day I get to meet him. That'd be awesome. But uh, I also know that God has a different purpose for everyone especially with the skills that he's given people in their lives. So, um, you know, when, when I think about missionaries, like missionaries just have this calling, they just feel it and they want to go on missions, change the world, help, help these people in need. And I love missionaries. Um, we support a couple of them here in Vegas. I, I actually put, it, you guys should check out this YouTube I did. It's it's really amazing. But one of our houses that we bought as a rental, um, we put some missionaries from Africa into it, and uh, they've, they've loved it. So, you know, missionaries are great, but here's the deal. You know, God gave them the ability to go do that, and somebody's got to fund them, you know. And God God gave me the ability to make the money to fund them, to to buy the house that they live in. And that's why it works because there's two pieces to it. There's the missionary who's called to go do that, to volunteer their time and to make no money and not have a job. And then God calls somebody else to go support them. And you see that throughout the Bible. I mean, Paul was a great example of a missionary who, you know, didn't work and, you know, got support from the church. And um, I just know that with my skills and uh, just with what God's called me to do, it's, you know, I've been on mission trips. I've built houses in Mexico and I've done that, but it's like, I'm definitely not called to be a full-time missionary, at least this point in my life. Like, um, I think it'd kind of be a waste of the platform God's given me and like the, the abilities God's given me. Um, I think the platform that he's given me is to do messages like this podcast right now. And on top of that, to support other missionaries and other people and churches and, um, things that he's, he's given me with wealth. So the point of all that is that just because you see, say a pastor do one thing or somebody else do another, um, it doesn't mean that that's what you have to do. 
You know, God said that we are all different parts of the body. You know, this part has a different purpose than this part, but they all need to be, you know, working together to succeed. And so, um, just understand like, what's your role in all of this? Like, what do you, what are you really called to do? So that that's kind of how I see it. And, uh, even when you think about the church as like a whole, as an organization, it's like somebody has got to, you know, fund the church. Somebody has got to, you know, pay the bills. Okay. Who's that coming from? Somebody it's going to be coming from a big donor. Um, somebody has got to run the church offices. Like somebody has got to do the admin side of things and, um, be the assistant and all this stuff. Like the church as a big level cannot function without these ad- administrative type people doesn't make them any less valuable than even the pastor or, you know, the person who's teaching Sunday school. Like every part is super valuable so that the church as a whole succeeds. So um, you just got to figure out what your role is. Um, and, you know, I think to, to circle it back to the top, like at the end of the day, I know that there are going to be um, – people who still listen to this or, or watch me and never hear this, um, who say, man, like that guy is not living a Christian lifestyle. Just, you know, he should not be buying all that stuff or talking about money or all this. Like number one, well, talking about money is totally fine. Uh, <laughs> that's why the Bible talks about it more than anything, but, uh, you know, lifestyle wise, it, it may be justified. And, um, it's something that as uh, I just every day in life continue to, to uh, figure out, like, what what do I feel the Spirit calling me to do? Like, what's right, what's wrong? Um, and that's kind of, uh, you know, where things stand. And at the end of the day, like I said, if God called me to sell everything, I'd have no problem doing it. Um, if he called me to go on missions today, even though I haven't felt that calling, um, if I felt strong enough and the conviction was there, I would do it, you know? I just haven't felt that. But, uh, you know, just do what you feel God calling to calling you to do. And, uh, I think that's the best step. And, you know, like I said before, I know this is from the Christian perspective, but even if you're not a Christian, um, I think a lot of these principles can still apply to you on, you know, how you live your life and the things that you should think about, um, and, and how you spend your money, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's good to live below your lifestyle so you don't have to constantly work. So you, you can give to others. So you can, um, you know, do all the stuff that, that money allows you to do if you use it the right way. So, um, yeah, it's a deep podcast today. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you would, you know, like me to make more podcasts like this, I'm happy to do it. Um, just comment below if this resonated with you. Um, and if, you know, you're watching it on YouTube, definitely hit the like button and make sure you're subscribed on both YouTube and Apple podcast. And, um, yeah, appreciate everyone for listening and uh, I'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks for watching the Ryan Pineda show. If you want to work with me, head over to ryanpineda.com. You can find my courses, coaching programs, and upcoming events. We also have free resources you can download. So head over to ryanpineda.com.